Hey there, y'all. This is Courtney James Clark from Jurassic World, and you're listening to Atomic Geekdom. Atomic Geekdom Podcast, another Halloween-ish type episode, being that it is October. Uh, my name is Dave, and joining me tonight uh, on this monster mash thrill ride is JD. Ooh, hello everyone. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry, the ghost of JD is joining us. <laughs> and, and giggling in the background is Jenny. I, I can't top that one. <laughs> it's the best entrance in the history of the Atomic Kingdom podcast. At first, it just sounded like I had a really, really weird accent, and then I was like, I gotta go more oohs. And then, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like it. I like you it. Promise me, closer to Halloween, you'll spend one whole day only talking like that. <laughs> oh, I will. I'll go as like a ghost because I plan on going out like three nights for Halloween. So I gotta switch it up. So one night I'll just be a ghost. And just popped in oohs. That's awesome. Oh, so good. All right, where do we start with monsters? Because like my list is epic. So well, we let's describe nine hundred yeah, tangents. Let's describe what we're gonna do here. The episode is all about monsters, and I'm toying with the idea in my mind right now before I go into editing if I should put the monster mash as the theme song for this episode because that's not annoying. Uh, do it. <laughs> So tonight's episode is all about monsters from movies and TVs. We're not talking about like Loch Ness Monster or that kind of stuff. We'll do that another night. Uh, but tonight it's all about like vampires, werewolves, zombies, mummies. Uh, and like Jenny just said, she's got a big list. And I know JD does too. Uh, this is the show they did their homework for. And I'm happy because I didn't. But I've seen enough horror movies that I can wing it. Mm-hmm. Um so yes, it's October, and of course that is our our horror horror themed month where everything is spooky, scary, and paranormal, and it's just I think uh, a vast majority of our favorite time of year. Uh, it's fall, it's football season, and pumpkin lattes are all the rage for all the kids and mostly girls. Uh, pumpkin flavored everything, and for us it's it's horror flavored everything. We love all that stuff. So. Tonight we'll dig into monsters, and I don't know where do you want to start. What's your your favorite monster from a movie? Maybe we could start there, Jenny. Should we do uh, from a movie? Whatever, um, whatever, anything. Well, yeah. let's do movies first because then because they can always mm-hmm. movies. They're one monster, but then there's like categories of monsters. Like <laughs> vampires would be a category of monsters. Uh-huh. Cause like five hundred different ways a vampire can be. So All let's right, go- let's not do categories. Let yeah, let's just do like singular monster, I guess. Like break it down like Dracula or something like that. I have a tie, so I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with Wolfman first off. Wolfman is amazing. One, I, I like werewolves and stuff, but I like although the werewolves where they like change into an actual dog wolf, I like the half man, half beast wolf. And 
the old black and white werewolf. Um, oh my gosh. And I wish I can remember who was the werewolf. Um, so creepy. Plus it's like the full moon. So every time there's a full moon and you're out in like a wooded area by yourself, you're just waiting for Wolfman to come. Like who was the first Wolfman or the first yeah, werewolf? Uh, was it Lon Chaney? Was he the original Wolfman from like the like forties film, the black and white film? Forties. It was Lon Chaney. There was a Wolfman yeah. in 1924 starring John Gilbert. That was a silent film, and I don't know if it was a. It doesn't look like it's a horror. I'm thinking Lon Chaney. Yeah, Lon Chaney. Lon Chaney yeah. would be the first. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's awesome, and when you watch it, like there's you know cheesy factor because it's like an old time movie, but it's creepy. It's kind of like when you. I'm going to throw another monster out there, but I'm just using it for comparison. It's kind of like when you watch Nosferatu now. You can put it on, and if your lights are off and you're, it's on the television, it's creepy. What, Wolfman's uh, the same thing. What did you think of the 2010 remake with Benicio Del Toro and Anthony Hopkins? It's uh, a tough one because I, I, really, I really, 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 really wanted it to be awesome. <laughs> um, and I love Benicio Del Toro. He's like on my top ten of some of the best acting out there. It wasn't bad. It's watchable, but it's not anything I'm going to run out and buy a copy for my shelves. And JD, did you see it? Because it's got your girl, Emily Blunt. I did not. I did not. Now you will. I need to though. (laughs) I will. I honestly, it's been the back of my head that I need to see it just because of Emily Blunt. I figured. (laughs) I like, you know, you know what I like though about the Wolfman storyline is Wolfman's not necessarily a bad guy, but he's a bad guy because he's, he's a man, you know, most of the time of the month until that moon comes out. Mm-hmm. And there's always like, no matter what storyline you, you do of the Wolfman, there's always that struggle, you know, cause they don't want to be killing people when the moon rises. They just have to, because they're half of a wolf. Yeah. When- I love that. Like antagonistic interior, you know, internal struggle. Yeah. When I think of, werewolves i go back to like oz from buffy where he had to fight it all the time like he locked himself in a cage and made sure he wasn't killing people like his uh his werewolf cohorts might do and it was you know it it runs in his family it was was the joke like his his younger nephew or something uh scratched him or bit him well that's the other thing that i i like the old school wolfman um because it's the traditional he got bit by a wolfman yeah. And that's how it, that's how it goes, you know, like, cause the wolfman usually kills their victims. And if you don't die, well then you are now a wolfman. You become I one. like that. Yeah. I mean, they, they twisted it and stuff like later on in like the true blood series. It's mm-hmm. because it's hereditary. And, and then like with, with, you know, Buffy and Oz, there's like different tangents when it comes to werewolves, but well, I'm, I'm going to go wolfman is probably the creepiest most intellectual storyline of the group. I think on Buffy, it was still a bite, but it was just from within his family. He got bit, but uh, I, you know, I go back to like American werewolf. That's always a classic. That one's a great one. Uh, and the howling. And uh, I don't know if you want to go to underworld for the lichens, but. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, JD, you're up. Um, so I struggled with this. Obviously, I'm going to go oddball with this one. So perfect. The eye creature from Pan's Labyrinth. <gasps> yes. He is horrifying in so many he's ways. Beautifully horrifying though. Like every time I see him, yes. I'm like, that is the most gorgeous, scary creature I've ever seen in my life. 
it's the best oh. the best animated the best it's just horrific it's so terrifying oh my god dave have you ever seen pan's labyrinth uh no you should look up oh. pale man pan's labyrinth right now pale pale it's just an eye man it's pale well, man it, it's pale, eye man or pale man in the movie i think they call him pale man but like if you look up the, eye man yeah in the wikipedia thing it says pale yeah. man it's it's horror he's horrifying he's honestly one of the scariest things i've ever seen in my life okay cool and it's, ah. yeah <laughs> it's the uh, it's it's the guy that was in hellboy too um, is that doug yeah. jones yeah I was just um, watching Falling Skies with Doug Jones. <laughs> a very different Dave, role. Dave, you gotta see that movie. That movie is one of them that it, it's it's terrifying, but it's so beautiful, and the storyline is so tragically so, sad. You know what happened with that movie? Yeah. It was in my Netflix queue forever, and like I kept bumping it out for different things. Like I kept bumping it down, and then I stopped getting DVDs and went straight to streaming, and totally forgot about it. Yeah, well, let's just. Let's just say that movie will make you terrified of the tooth fairy. I already yeah, have. It's it's horrifying. Like and it's it's a foreign movie, so it's not in English. Right, it's in Spanish. But it's yeah, it's Guillermo del Toro's like the best movie he's ever made. Yeah, I, 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 I re- will totally agree with that. I just rewatched Pacific Rim and enjoyed it more than I did the first time. Yeah, you get a you get you definitely get more out of it the more times you watch it. Oh, and the fawn, I forgot about the fawn too. Which is also a very scary creature, but beautiful. That's what the English yeah. translation of his of the Spanish title is: "The Labyrinth of the Fawn." Yeah, it's yeah. The fawn is creepy. Ooh, I forgot about that. <laughs> All right, that was yeah, that was out there. I'm gonna go a little more classic. For me, it's always been you know I love zombies. I love a good zombie story. I have one in my head that I need to put to paper someday. But mm-hmm. it's hard to do now because it's so mainstream and so watered down that it's like, eh, maybe I don't want to do this zombie story. But I have it in my head, and I like it. Um, but I'm going to go vampire. Vampire is the, the original monster. And for me, it's Dracula, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, so much so that I remember geeking out and then being afraid of being disappointed when Dracula came on Buffy one one for one episode. <laughs> Like, it was just a throwaway episode. It wasn't like, you know, jumping the shark. It was just hilarious to me, this episode. And then in the comic books, he comes back, and it's even funnier in the comic books. But for me, it's Dracula. I loved uh, Interview, or not Interview of the Vampire, uh, just the Dracula with Keanu Reeves. And mm-hmm. I like saying Keanu Reeves is in it because it's crazy that he's in that movie. I just <laughs> I just read this whole thing with, uh, was it Francis Ford Coppola that did that? Um, uh, where he wanted it. Bram Stoker's? To, yeah. Where he wanted it to be like the original Dracula, so it's all practical effects. Right. And and when you know that and you watch it again, you can kind of like see where they've had some failure. But um, it was only done because Winona Ryder was like, you should really do this movie. And she kept pushing it, and that's why she's in the movie. It was a cool article. She's a main character. I mean, she's me. Yeah. Uh, well, this is, this is my problem with that movie, though. Like, Gary Oldman is... <laughs> amazing yeah but then it's got keanu reeves right which not just keanu reeves it also has winona Ryder, who right like it's got these amazing actors next to ted theodore logan right right you know (laughs) then you got carrie elways he's awesome i like carrie ells 
And then, oh, yeah. Uh, Tom Waits is in it. <laughs> ah, Tom Waits. You Monica know, Bellucci. You know my love yeah, we know. Tom Waits. <laughs> and, and then I love Monica Bellucci, but she was only a bride. So. Well, so here's a question, though, because vampires are kind of like werewolves. They can go in many different tangents. So do you prefer the Dracula kind of vampire where he's seductive, kind of a shapeshifter so he can turn into a bat? Um he bites his victims, and that's what makes you into one of his kind of minions or what have you. Do you like I, that one where he's a charming monster? Yeah. Or are you more like a Nosferatu type monster where um, all you do is kill and you're. I'm somewhere. Looking? I'm somewhere in the middle. Like, I like them both. Like, there can be both kinds in my vampire mm-hmm. universe. I do not like the kind that fall in love. Uh, and that goes uh, that goes into Buffy as well as Twilight and True Blood, and I've only seen maybe a season of it, but Vampire Diaries as well. Like, I don't like my vampires falling in love with humans. Maybe with another vampire like Spike and Drusilla, but like I like in in Dracula, I like that he's seductive and he he's kind of obsessed with Mina, but it's not in like he's in love with her. It's like he, predatory. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He uses well, that to, to get what he wants. I'm going to, I have to do a little bit of defense though, because I love the Southern vampire mysteries, the Sookie Stackhouse mm-hmm. books. The books are amazing. The show, even though I was, I'm a fan, <laughs> kind of sucked. Yeah. And it, it sucked because it didn't stay true to the books. And mm-hmm. I, I know I'm more of a book fan than a show fan, but the in the books, it's awesome because you it goes with the Dracula torment is the Bill storyline. So Bill never wanted to be a vampire. Bill has done horrible things since being a vampire because of his maker. And he just wants his life back, but he can't. So the it wasn't so much as that he fell in love with this chick. It was more of him trying to find humanity. Sure. Which was a cool storyline. It was a really cool storyline. Um, and then they tweaked it a little bit because Sookie's blood is amazing and it makes everybody high. But the Eric Northman character is the coolest character. I think in a book that I like, he's, he is in my top 10 of greatest like villain characters because he comes off through the entire series as you absolutely love him. Like he's awesome, but he's an a-hole. And until you get to the very end of the book, you realize that nothing that happened in any of the books are actually because he cared about anything. It was all him just protecting his own rear. And it was awesome because it it takes it back to that predatory thing. But it's like, what would happen if vampires were really in the world and has to mingle like the rest of us do? That's what I would imagine a vampire would do. So I, that's my, okay, I'll, I'll step off. I just had to defend it a little bit. <laughs> that's fine. Cause I could, you know, you know, Buffy is probably one of my favorite all time TV shows ever. And for me, the vampires started off extremely strong and cool. And then you mix in this, like the mysterious angel character and you're not sure what he's doing, but he keeps helping Buffy and you don't know why. And then you find out he's a vampire and you're like, Oh, Okay. And then you find out that he's a vampire with a soul. I'm like, well, all right, this hasn't been done before. So let's see where this goes. What's going on? Yeah, I've always hated Angel. But 
when he lost his soul, I'm like, well, now he's extremely intriguing and I'm into this. He's torturing Buffy. It's amazing. <laughs> this is awesome. He's like one of the coolest villains ever. That was like, and, and the, the metaphor of it being after she slept with him was, I know I was a teenager in high school and you're, you're, you're dealing with these kinds of things. And like, you know, the, that, that when you sleep with the guy, he turns all evil on you or he changes into a different person. I loved that metaphor. And it made me feel smart that I picked up on it without somebody telling me, you know, like, right. This is what we were going for. Like, no, I picked up on it and I'm like, oh, this is cool. This whole show is doing things like that. Like, like the Frankenstein thing. And, and, and Oz being a werewolf, like it's, it's like puberty and all these changes you're going through and all these other things are mixed in to the themes of the show. This is like the first show I actually connect with on a human level. That's why it's probably so important to me. Um, but uh, back to the vampire side of it, like him turning into a, an evil version of himself without the soul was amazing. It was great. And the Spike character was great until he fell in love with Buffy and then got his soul. Like, oh, I know that was the worst season. It was so disappointing. And then <laughs> like, and then he like goes on to like almost rape her before he gets his soul. And it's like, well, okay, a vampire would do that, but he says he's got these feelings for her. Could he, like, curb this vampire instinct? You know, whatever. But uh, as a whole, I want my vampires to be, yes, evil, dark, uh, murderous. Um, Bloodsuckers. Yes, yeah. They have, <laughs> they have one purpose, and that's to feed. Well, yeah. here's, a, here's a question, like, kind of getting off tangent, but in the realm of monsters... There's two different monsters, in my opinion. There's the animalistic, predatory type monsters. The, you know, the wolfman, the vampire, where they have an agenda and they're just going to attack. But then you've got the kind of devious monsters, which, like, if you look in horror movies, like, the bad guys and the strangers. They're monsters, in my opinion. Even though they're humans, they're just strategic. Like, so then, like Jekyll wait, from Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a preference? You too, JD. Do you do you have a preference? Do you like the more intelligent kind of conniving monster, or do you like the monster that it's just their nature that they have to attack? I'm not gonna lie. I like the more intelligent conniving monster because I feel like that is, if I was evil, if I was a monster, that's probably what I would be. <laughs> because I like to use my brains over brawn a lot, so I feel like. It's always more interesting when you come up with a clever way to kill people or a clever way to dismember someone or I don't know instead of just using like brute force. Get it? What before about I, you? Before I give you my answer, I want to give you a, a, a critic's quote on Keanu Reeves and Dracula. Oh no! I just oh, read. It. I just read it and almost laughed out loud, ruining JD's answer. Uh, so I have to. You kind of chuckled. You uh, kind of uh, chuckled. You can you can visibly see Keanu attempting not to end every one of his lines with "dude." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The result: a performance that looks like the young actor's perpetually constipated, Pain, <laughs> painful for all parties. Oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, man, that was funny. Okay, my answer is, well, I would prefer to think that I would be brains over brawn and I'd be in intellectual. I still think that that can be defeated by your hero, your Van Helsing or your whoever. Uh, if you're just kind of in it for the, the bloodlust and the mindless, like, uh, obsession of it, like a, like a zombie, uh, it has no, has no control. It's just got one purpose essentially 
Uh, and the werewolf, when it's in its wolf form, is pretty much just out there to feed and kill. Vampires just out there. That's probably what I would prefer. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple. Yeah, and I, I mean, there's like different. You can have both of them, I think, and they both no. work like really well. Yeah, it's I think like a vampire could be both. Of a spectrum. I think a vampire yeah, think could be something. Both. Yeah, horrifying about something that just just kills for yeah. fun has no rhyme or reason. So right, right. Ugh. Now I, I leave it up to you guys. Where do you want to take this conversation? <laughs> Uh, let's go back to movies and, and okay. shows. Let's name monsters in, in different right. movies. Let's, let's get zombies out of the way real quick, since we've talked about it a lot on other podcasts. Yeah. Uh, zombies, I think for me, and I'll say it, the reason why I love a zombie film is the, the, the impending closing in nature of the, of the dread in it, where there's no escape. Like they're everywhere and they're always coming and it's a never stopping engine that just keeps driving at you no matter what you do. So yeah. that's that's my Do you prefer the old like Night of the Living Dead yeah, drag your leg zombie? Ooh. Or do you prefer twenty eight days later infected nope. can run as fast Ooh. as you can zombie? I, I don't want my zombies on speed running and, and all that stuff. I don't like that. Like I'll I'll deal with it because I like that movie, but uh it's not something I enjoy. See, I feel See, like the running zombies are the most horrifying. I'm I'm with you on it. But World because, War Z made it look so bad. Well, World War Z was not a zombie movie. It was like an action movie. So that's... But like Dawn of... Or not Dawn of the Dead. Uh, 28 weeks later and 28 days later did it so well. Sure. Well, like they were legitimately reason. horrifying. Yeah, that well, was there different. was a reason yeah. too. You know, they, yeah. they weren't dead. They were infected. So like right. they with never even like... Yeah, the the yeah. whole rage idea. Rage when virus. I walked out of the theater after seeing that movie, I'm just like, they just totally revolutionized the jo- the zombie genre, and they did. Like that's the scenes like when they're in the tunnel and they're trying to change the tire, and you just see Horrifying. the shadows of them running into the tunnel. Oh, I I thought my skin was going to peel off because I was so yeah. it was so terrifying, but I think. Like to defend Dave's idea too of the more classic zombie, and I guess you can kind of say that that's kind of like the Walking Dead zombie too, where they mm-hmm. they just yeah, they go run. after yeah. food and they don't run; they just there's food. I'm going to get there eventually, type thing. What's terrifying, I think, about that isn't the one zombie; it's the 100 zombies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that it sort of numbers over. You know, I, I don't know, but yeah, I don't want to be involved in either. Yeah, <laughs> zombies for the longest time were my biggest fear. Like, legitimately. I was so afraid of getting bit by one. I would be, yeah, that's 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 it. You're done. And as I saw in the Fear of the Walking Dead finale. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw which it, was I great, saw, by the way. I saw that coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they were in the kitchen, I knew something happened. Yep. Oh. Zombies, though, is definitely one of those genres, though, that can mess with you. I mean, I I remember, like, right after I saw the Dawn of the Dead remake. Um, with running zombies. My, with running zombies. I was in my apartment. And I fell asleep on the couch. And I remember this dream so vividly that I was in my apartment. And 
some reason I knew zombies were coming. So I started like, I took my couch and I put it up over the sliding glass door and I was putting my mattresses over the windows and stuff. And then my dog Spunk got out and I was trying to get Spunk into the house, but then the zombies like closed off the house. And then I was trying to get my other dog Leia out of the house and we were trying to get into the car. But like the entire dream was just me running and trying to outsmart the zombies so they didn't get me and my dogs. And I remember waking up going, I don't mm-hmm. like this genre. <laughs> it's so screwed with me. Uh, yeah, Dawn of the Dead was horrifying. I My dad snored a lot, so I thought he was just turning into a zombie as soon as I was done <laughs> watching the movie. Like, oh, God, it was just terrifying. <laughs> All right. All right, so I think that, yeah, zombies, we can kind of move on. Resident Evil zombie is they run, too. So, But there's, yeah. again, it's another take on it. And then... Then you have the I Am Legend creature, which is like a vampire zombie hybrid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. it's a little different. Yeah, but then it's still, it's kind of the infected as right, well. You know, it's, right. It's not so uh, much, yeah, that they rose from the dead. They're, yeah. Like we, we were reminded in Fear the Walking Dead that that, that universe, they're not, you're, the bite doesn't make you a zombie. It kills you. And then right. you become a zombie. Uh, something happens, so everybody will become a zombie or a walker or whatever they call them. Well, and that's the greatest thing about any monster genre is it's all about why. Like, even if Mm -hmm. you go to like the mummy, you know, you dig up a mummy and then the mummy needs to find its princess and then it starts killing a woman. He wants to kill a woman. You know, there's always that story that drives the monster. You know, even if you go Freddy Krueger, Freddy Krueger was, you know, destroyed by the neighbors because of what he did to all the kids. Now he's coming back to kill all the people in that neighborhood. You know, there's always that storyline. And I think zombies are a good example because you always got to know, are they infected? Was it nuclear? Was it, um, you know, different things like that. That's what Mm -hmm. makes the monster even better. Well, what made a mommy, a mommy, mommy, a mummy, what made it, like was part of the mummification process turned it into this like like possessed creature right uh sort of yeah i'm looking for its its princess or it's brendan fraser <laughs> well oh, God. the the best i think story of how a monster comes to be i think is still frankenstein like if you just had frankenstein running around the town and everybody's trying to kill him it wouldn't be near as cool if you didn't know how Frankenstein became to be, you know, mm-hmm. those, those backstories are what makes them even more terrifying, but also so much more likable. I like the, the, the Frankenstein geeks that are like, Frankenstein's not the monster. It's the it's guy that the made it. Yeah. Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> uh... Every time somebody correct. No matter how, I understand Frankenstein was the mad guy that put the dead body up into the lightning. I get that. I understand that the monster itself is not Frankenstein, but he's now Frankenstein. Right. It's like by proxy or something. He's Frankenstein. You can thank Mary Shelley for that. So quit telling me I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I liked the, uh, shoot, what's the Showtime show? Um. Uh, oh, Dreadful. I like their take on Frankenstein. I love that story on Frankenstein and like, Frankenstein monster in that. Yeah, is- I like the 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 first the first 
like you see his story unfolding in the first season and he's kind of being, you know, he's got this creature that he's created and he's terrified of it. And then like the real Frankenstein's monster punches his, his fist through its chest and makes <laughs> makes his first appearance. You're like, oh, oh, this is what we're doing now. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. It was great. I loved it. But it's so like like I said though, it's the way that the story develops because on that show, you've got so Frankenstein creates his monster and he doesn't like how he turns out, so he disregards it and makes a better monster. Mm-hmm. And the disregarded monster is like, well, screw you. Yeah. And he kills the the monster that Frankenstein's in love with. And mm. now the ongoing storyline is just how much Frankenstein monster hates Frankenstein. Well, what was cool? And how is- much it's just, it's great. Yeah, what was cool is they combined the Frankenstein monster with Phantom of the Opera, kind of. Right. Like, he became, like, this behind-the-scenes worker at a playhouse because that's all he could do. So nobody could see him. This this guy who owned the place let him do this stuff. And so he falls in love with this actress. And then it's, like, kind of melding it into two. I thought, well, that's kind of cool. Like, Once Upon a Time does that. Like, like with a lot of their stuff, they combine those fairy tales into one or one character. Uh, it can be multiple, like like the, the, the bad guy is also Beast from Beauty and the Beast. Right. Uh, so they kind of done a way to do that, and I thought that was cool the way they did that with Penny Dreadful. Um, well, and what, I think what they do, I mean, Penny Dreadful is a great show. It's really good. It's hard to get into because it is a little slow. Yeah. But what I think they do good in it is they, they have these monster characters. They have witches. They've got the wolf man. They've got... Frankenstein and his monsters. They've got all these different monster madness, basically. But they intertwine really intelligent stories with them, where you have so much empathy for Frankenstein's monsters that you really, really like him. And then he does something so violent and so OMG, you know, that you're just like, oh, yeah, no, he's a monster. about that whoops yeah and it's it's the same with like the bride of frankenstein that they have they've introduced now or the wolfman storyline in general you know he's like we were talking earlier he's always struggling to not be the monster so Mm -hmm. to speak but yeah it's it's a good show it's it's cool how they've twisted the legends of these monsters into something the same but new i mean i really enjoyed like I like Ava Green a lot, and that's what drove me to that show. And then I realized, oh, well, Billy Piper's on it, and so is Josh Hartnett. And I'm like, all right, let's give it a try. Timothy Dalton, and of course, yes, Timothy Dalton, looking for his Mina. He's Timothy Dalton. Who's in Flash Gordon? <laughs> all right, he always gets top billing. <laughs> Just because he's he was in Flash Gordon. He was the Baron Man. Okay, I don't, don't care. you he was forget also, it. He's also James Bond, and. Yeah, that doesn't count near as much as the Baron and Flash. Oh, fine, so fine. <laughs> All right, so we covered, I think, most of like the classic ones. Is there any like new monsters that you actually absolutely love? Ooh, let me think. <laughs> I'm thinking like I'm gonna throw just some out there, and then you guys could like. Well, anything in Cabin in the Woods. That's what I was going to say. You've got, like, the ballerina. You've got... The merman. uh, Merman. But then The ballerina and the the spike head with the ball thing. That's the Hellraiser. Pinhead. Yeah, you can throw... Pinhead. You know, go horror movies in general. You've got um, Jason Voorhees. You've got Freddy Mm -hmm. Krueger. You've got Michael Myers. um, All great ones. You can even... I mean, if you want to be 
really eclectic. You can even throw Jaws into the mix if you want to oh, go back. Or Chucky. There you go. Chucky, yeah. Uh, Slender Man, I would consider in the monster world. Um, yeah, we don't really know what he is. Terrifying, and I still haven't finished Marble Hornets because <laughs> it scares the crap out of me. Oh, Slenderman. Their YouTube oh, channel has been kind of weird lately. I don't know what to make of it since they changed it. Is it done it. with? No, they, it? they've kind of switched it over. It's it's continuing a story, uh, but it's hard to describe because I don't know what's happening yet. I'm See, only that's the on, worst. I'm only on, I think, issue... 29. Oh, yeah, I might be on no. 30. Yeah, I mean, scratch so, the surface. Far. Yeah, there's like 89 of them. Probably uh, more. Something like that. Yeah, they don't Maybe think they I'm far. No, no, but... I'm halfway. So I'm like, I'm like 40, 41. Like somewhere around there. All right. Um, But yeah, I, um, Patrick won't watch it with me because it's too much shaky cam. But oh. I won't watch it by myself. So I'm screwed. <laughs> I won't finish it unless there's what somebody. What about Smiley Miley? And oh, Smiley Miley. Smiley Miley I'm and like, the co-pilot. <laughs> if any monster came about, their tails between their legs and they're hiding under the bed. I can't rely on those two for anything. <laughs> yeah, they don't look like guard dogs at. Oh minute. no, they'll they'll guard my house from people. But if it's anything like another dog or something of that nature, no, they're they're complete chickens. Okay. <laughs> a lot of bark. Adorable. Adorkable. Um, uh, okay, so we'll take a, just a, a quick brief stop before we start talking about more more obscure and newer monsters. And I am willing to bet you could probably find the either Mary Shelley's Frankenstein or the, the uh, uh, what do you call it, Anne Rice vampire books on a certain website where they read the book to you. JD, do you have anything idea what I'm talking about? I've got no idea at all. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Jokes <laughs> on you, Dave. I kind of know. AudibleTrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom. It's pretty awesome. They have a bunch of audiobooks that they read to you. So for some godforsaken reason, you actually want to read Frankenstein. Go ahead. <laughs> it's not very good. I promise you. But if you've got some other cool stuff like The Martian, besides the movie's awesome, Mars is kind of a monster. Mars is a monster now. Go to audibletrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom. You can get the Sookie Stackhouse books, too, and actually oh, like yeah. understand how bad True Blood failed at doing really cool vampires. And uh, the actress that does the Sookie Stackhouse books was really good. Until she does Alcide's voice, and then it sounds really cheesy, because it's a chick trying to do a manly werewolf voice, but... Just saying. Sure, sure. Uh, yes, and at that website, you get 30 days free and a free download. Don't forget that. Awkward, yeah. And, and if you were a member, speaking of just horror stuff, if you were a member of Audible, they were giving away Joe Hill's uh, lock and key audio. There you go. So you could have got a free book on top of your free book, like a double whammy. And I think they're still doing it, so do it now. Yeah, that's, a, that's a reason to, uh, to sign up for sure. Uh, well, I gotta, I gotta do a little grind my gears segment here since, since, uh, JD brought up the Martian. I don't know if he's gotten to see the movie yet. I have. Okay, great. Good. We'll save that for a geek out so that we can talk about it. Um, but I've seen on Twitter, like joke, people joking about how like, like the Martian, uh, Manhunter from DC, like the, like he's found, he knows where he is. He found him. Like, I want to say to these people, like he's not lost. They know where he is. <laughs> 
Mark Watney is not lost. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so Uh-oh. I've actually saw one bad review for that movie from somebody on Twitter, and I couldn't believe it. And then I saw the source, and I realized, oh yeah, this guy hates everything. There you go. Oh. Even io9 liked it, so... Oh, well, then the world is coming to an end. Just... Well, I, I, I'm impressed, because lately they don't like anything, so yeah. that they, proves it's they a good took movie. Out my favorite mo- they took out my favorite part, though. I'm upset about that, but... The part where it rolled, it, the rover flips over? That and the sandstorm. They took out a lot. Yeah, but yes, but they kept in Iron Man, and they kept in Space Pirates. Yeah, and disco. so I'm I'm okay with it. And Disco. But they took out Three's Company. Yeah, they did take out Three's Company. They replaced it with Happy Days. We're totally on a tangent. Yeah. So (laughs) um, I'm going to say a monster we didn't really talk about yet that we could kind of get into a little bit. I mean, there's Creature of the Black Lagoon, not to be confused with the Blue Lagoon. Uh, That's that's, that's totally different style of movie. Uh, But I said it earlier, but Phantom of the Opera is always kind of a cool monster-like figure, even though he's just a dude. Mm-hmm. It's not really, I don't know, not really a monster, but I'm trying to think of like the universal monsters to see if we missed any. And I think we've said them all like Frankenstein, werewolf, Dracula, uh, the mummy, the mummy. Um, yeah. Uh, I know there's one we're missing and it's going to drive me crazy. The son of Frankenstein, the son the of Frankenstein, son. uh, the invisible man. Oh, there you go. That's that's what that I was trying to you know, think it's, easy, it's easy to forget because you can't see him, you know? No? True. Nobody? All right. True. Oh, Hunchback. Oh, yeah. Hunchback the, 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 the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Or Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Notre Dame. Or however you want to say Dame. it. Uh, aren't they doing a, a big Universal Monsters reboot soon? I don't know, but that'd be awesome. I thought I heard something about that, that that was coming since they're doing the new Godzillas and... Maybe King Kong's. It'd be fun. Which could technically be monster related. Uh, you're saying King Kong and Godzilla? They're monsters. Sure. They Just, are. Oh, what about uh oh no, we said that already. Let's see. Pacific Rim. Duh. Kaiju. Oh the kaiju. Kaiju. Kaijus are monsters. You can even go alien. Your woman's uh, Sigourney. Was alien was on my list. There I'm you getting, go. Everyone knows I like Alien, though. I got to widen, broaden my horizon. <laughs> well, your first, your first one was bit. Cabin in the Woods. That's not really. I know. No, and my I've first already mentioned one was Flash Pan. Gordon, so. No, no, I know. After we got, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. What's uh, what else you got on your list? Uh, well, I had the thing as well because the thing is creepy. Yeah. Oh wait, that's an alien, but yeah. So I don't forget yeah. though. I just rewatched The Mist. Oh, O-M-G. dude, the mist is so good. I like it. Those so are some much crazy monsters. And yeah. the ending every time, like even though you know what's going to happen, the ending mm-hmm. still just screws yeah. you up. Well, oh, I think so good. A par- parts of the movie frustrated me, like that guy refused to go back and see the blood or like the like the monster there. So, it, ugh, it I just love me. the whole fact that it's like. Walking Dead before The Walking Dead. Yeah, it is. It was great. Did you guys ever see the movie Slither? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. That's another one that Elizabeth I love. Banks. Jake, uh, the yeah, big Nathan slug Fillion. monster. Uh, 
Who else is uh, the director of, Su- of, Su- of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? That's his movie. James Gunn. There you go. Yeah. Uh, what are some other ones? Friend, I used to the podcast is in that movie. Can you name him? Anyone? No. Yes. Uh, no. Michael Rooker. <laughs> there you go. I'm like, don't Michael, ask me to. Michael Rooker, who could have oh, right. killed me? He could have killed me with his voice. He was the slug. He was slug monster. Yeah. He was awesome in it. Yeah, his his one word answer is still terrifying me to this day. Do you remember Tremors? It's my own fault. Yeah, there's a new one out with Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, it's not great. <laughs> Want to know what, um, I, I don't, I guess they would be monsters, but the one that screwed me up as a kid so much was Puppet Master. The puppets. Puppet and like, Master. Yeah, anything with strings or... Doll. Like a, like a tiny Chucky. version. Yeah, like... <laughs> That's what kind of made the Age of Ultron commercial so creepy was the Pinocchio, like, lullaby he was doing about no strings on me. Like, that's just creepy. <laughs> yeah, like, please no. Please no. Oh, yeah, it's... Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, you said... Uh, let's see this. The, what about the Babadook? Ooh, Babadook I forgot about good. the Babadook. Very good. Yeah, again... People hate that movie for what reason? I don't know. I enjoyed it a lot. It, it made me uncomfortable. It really made me uncomfortable. <laughs> it did. It, like, you know, what was great about the movie, too, is that it... See, my my problem with movies in general is they they anticipate the audience to be idiots. So yeah. they tell you everything or they have to show you everything. And the greatest monster horror movies, whatever, are the ones that they refrain from showing you. Yeah. That's why, like, I've, I've said it a million times before, but one of my favorite recent horror movies is The Strangers because nothing really happens until the end. It's all just anticipation. You you can come up with the stuff in your own head of what might happen. And Babadook was like that. Like, you, I kept thinking I knew where the story was going, and it totally didn't go that way, although it went that way, but it never really showed you anything. You just sort of had to... Mm-hmm. You knew something was wrong until it got to the end, and then you knew things were really wrong. Yeah. Yeah. What I agree. A, what about, uh, I'm kind of skipping around, but uh, the Cloverfield monster. Yes. I liked it. One of the creepiest. I love Cloverfield. I am such, <laughs> I, I, wrote, I loved it. I put up the news piece about uh, the Batman versus Superman viral marketing they started doing with Lex mm-hmm. Luthor having a, his own Twitter account and being interviewed by Fortune Magazine. Yeah, and I kind of went on the tangent of why viral marketing is so much fun, or it can be at least. And Cloverfield is the main component for that. Cloverfield, oh, yeah. really immerse you in the storyline. If you if you were able to like you know do the investigating, like I remember the teaser came out and all you had was a date. That's it. You didn't know what happened. You just saw a date, and then you Googled it, and then it began your adventure. Yeah. Your adventure started, and you're like, "Oh, okay, this is crazy." And then, and then the movie came out, and I was psyched. I enjoyed it a lot. And I wish there was going to be a sequel, but I doubt it. Uh, and there it was needs a, to be. It was a it was a creepy, weird looking monster that had tiny, like parasitic monsters attached to it, and uh, it was a it was an American monster movie. It's that's all you can really say. And it did a good job. True. It didn't reveal too much until the end, and then it was just like, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah. It gave you the you know the Jaws effect of you're not going to see this whole thing until the end. You want to? Yeah. 
you want to know what it's not kind of viral type thing but another movie that kind of in the regards of cloverfield but not really more in the regards to like the mist that i loved but i hated mm-hmm. that they moved it into other movies that didn't really relate was pitch black the one with vin diesel i loved pitch oh, black i hated Pit- everything after yeah, all the the chronicles, the of, chronicles Riddick of Riddick. Ones. Yeah, I they they were fun action movies, but I don't ever even relate them to Pitch Black, other than no. he wears the same contacts. Pitch Black was a totally different genre. Oh, Pitch Black was awesome. Pitch Black is a horror movie. Yeah, like the but rest it's of all them are the action family. sci-fi. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. It's all one one series, but yeah, Pitch Black started the the Riddick storyline, but. Yeah, that movie is all about those the weird aliens in the dark. <laughs> it was, it was yeah, cool. like Pitch Dark and the bugs. They were like giant bugs. Yeah. Does Pitch Black come first? Or? Yeah, Pitch yeah. Black was Pitch the first Black one. Came... Okay, I thought the Chronicles of Riddick was first and no, then that, Pitch Black. Yeah, that came okay. a few years later. I remember watching that. Like, I think I worked at Blockbuster when that came out. And uh, yeah. Was there... Here's an odd question, but was there a monster in a movie that you weren't anticipating the monster to be in that terrified you when you were a kid? Mm. And I'm only asking that because I remember when I saw Legend, you remember <laughs> with Legend when the devil shows yeah. up? Yeah. I I slept in my parents' room. I was like, and I, I wasn't that young. <laughs> I was old enough for I should not be sleeping in my parents' room, but it terrified right. me. I can't I think, think of anything. The Descent. I didn't know it was a movie about cave <laughs> monsters. I How thought old it was were just you about, when you just a spelunking said. movie, like a documentary? Yeah, I think yeah. it was. No, I knew it was like a horror movie, but I thought it was like a like a, oh we get trapped down here and like oh god we can't get out and we have okay. to like and like a survival and thriller. It, yeah, and then it wasn't, and I loved it even more, but I wasn't <laughs> expecting it because The Descent nice. is my like one of my favorite movies ever made. <laughs> All right. Like, it's that's so a, creepy. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. What about It? The Clown? Yeah. Nah. Uh, I didn't see it until, like, uh, a year ago, so it doesn't phase me. I'd count that as a monster. Yeah, but I was, I'm 20, so it's just like, nah. All right. All right. You Predator, know, Predator me. screwed me up, though, Predator. too, when I was a kid. Yeah. Have, mm-hmm. have you ever heard of The Djinn? That's not the name of the movie. There's the a movie called D J I N N Or J-I-N-N, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of it. I don't know what it's about. Though. Sounds familiar. I've learned more about it from the show Supernatural, but it's the genie myth. But this is like yeah. an evil genie. Like it feeds off of your fantasy. So like it'll it'll cloud your mind and it probably puts you like in a a hypnotic state where in your mind you're living out your 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 wish essentially your dream, and it's just feeding off of you and killing you. It's almost like a Freddy Krueger type. A little bit yeah, scenario, is, right? Is. But it's not hunting you. You don't know you're in the dream. Like you're just living out a fantasy in your head while it's just slowly sucking the life out of you. I mean, okay, I'd be here's fine a, with that. Here's well, a, I'm just of the ways to die, sure. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> not knowing? Yeah, all right. My brain keeps going in a thousand tangents, but here's a question for you. Out of the three, I think, most recently popular monsters in movies, so you've got Michael Myers. Freddy Krueger, and Jason Voorhees. Who do you think are, is the most terrifying? Freddy Krueger. Yeah, Freddy Krueger because dreams are horrifying. I feel like if I general. ran, if I ran enough, I could get away from the other two. 
Like if I got a, into a plane and flew away, they're not going to find me. But Freddy's everywhere. Yeah. Dude, Jason found a trick in space. Yeah, well, that's because they By brought. The way, that's that's because they the brought best, him like, to space. Death scene. <laughs> still the best, best death scene. The one with the nitro, <laughs> where it just freezes her face. The thing uh, with them I, is, I, you have to be around him. Like he'd have to be a, where you are. Right. I would agree too. I think Freddy Krueger is definitely uh, terrifying because mm-hmm. you don't want anything to mess with your dreams and then actually kill you in your dreams. Right, right. That's just playing on the old myth of if you die in your dream, you die in real life. Yeah, I mean, I dream so much, so it's horrifying that or I like, can die from it. Like the urban legend that if you sneeze with your eyes open, your eyes will pop out of your head. It happens. It's kind of like eating uh, Pop Rocks with soda. Or eating a watermelon That's how Mikey died. Grows a watermelon in your stomach. And then your stomach explodes like an alien. Did you ever see the the kids movie starring Fred Savage called Little Monsters? Yes. Fred Savage Mm -hmm. and Howie Mandel and Daniel Stern with his real life brother Ben Savage. Gotta love Ben Savage. From, from Boy Meets World. Yeah, I I like that. I watched that when I was a kid. Like when I had to stay home from school. It was a good one. They're they're redoing um uh the monster um movie, right? Yeah. Uh, gosh, my brain does not work. Mm-hmm. The universal one, uh Monster Squad. They're redoing uh, Monster Squad, probably. aren't they? I want to say they are. I thought I read something about that recently. Um, Monster Squad. Let's look it up. Uh, this thing doesn't say anything. Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought I heard. Thought I heard something about them doing like a reboot or remake. Yeah, that'd be the the original movie's fun. So remake. if you were, oh, it's officially were, dead as of twenty fourteen. Oh, that sucks. oh, that's awful. So if you, let's say you're, you're in your house by yourself, it's been a rough day, mm-hmm. and you've got some weird thoughts going in your head, and you fall asleep, what would be the monster that you would not want to pop into your dreams? Anything. <laughs> I don't know. No, you got to choose one. Like, like, if a zombie was in my dreams, I think... I would be uncomfortable, but I'd be okay. But if, let's say, I'm swimming and Jaws is coming after me in an ocean in my dreams, I'm not going to want to do that. So, do you guys have one? Do you have one that you, like Slender Man. Slender Man still messes me up when I'm, like, getting ready for work. If I look out in my backyard, I Mm -hmm. literally think that there's going to be Slender Man standing in the back. So, yeah, I would say that. So, do you have one? Slenderman, yes. Also, I think I honestly think the Pale Man or Eye Man from Pants Labyrinth, I would die. Seeing a picture of him just creeps me out till no end. <laughs> uh, so good though. It's, it's so horrifying. How did they come up with that idea? I like have how. I have this. Recur- twisted. Yeah, I yeah. I don't I don't spend any time trying to think of how he thinks of the things that he does because. Uh, no one knows. Um, I have this uh, recurring, not maybe paranoia, 
that one day I'm going to like spend a day not leaving the house, you know, just like a day of vegging all day, not doing anything. And I'm going to miss something because I don't watch the news and zombies will have taken over and I'm going to go out to my garage and get killed by a zombie just because I didn't know it was happening. <laughs> like <laughs> I have this oh. weird paranoia that that's going to happen someday. You're going to be watching Twitter and Twitter is going to be blowing up about zombie. And you're like, oh, this is a fun little like marketing thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. What movie is this for? Oh, this is cool. Everybody's jumping on board. Uh, no, my first thought would be, why didn't I think of that? Uh, uh. Oh, okay, so then one more question, just to throw some fun in it. If you could add two monsters together, what would they be? Like, they do a lot of movies I, of, like, uh, like, what would be your two monsters? Like, would it be Freddy Krueger is now a vampire? Or... um. <sighs> Chucky becomes a werewolf. <laughs> I don't even I, know. I go back to I Am Legend. I liked that hybrid, the zombie vampire that was hybrid. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Jenny. Come on, don't drop things on your chair. <laughs> uh, so that's yeah. That would be my. I like I like the zombie vampire hybrid because that's terrifying. That is terrifying. That's pretty creepy. I what would you do, JD? I don't know. Like, <coughs> I don't know. I feel like zombie vampire is like right up there because it's like two of the scariest things. But I guess like werewolf and then like something that can fly is like also horrifying at the same time. Uh, yeah. So like, have you guys ever seen Splice? Yeah, that, that's, that's one like a flying werewolf, kinda. Kinda. Maybe I don't know. So yeah, it's not. I don't know. Ooh, what about the fly? I've Ooh, actually never seen it. Monster, you've never seen the fly? No. Okay, add that to your your bucket list of things you have to see. It's good. <laughs> Just saying. I don't think he's gonna. He should. I I, I agree. It's disgusting, but awesome. All right, I'll put it on my must-do list then. See, Dave, see. all I had to do was tell him it's disgusting, and he's like, all right, it's on my to-do list. Yeah, <laughs> disgusting, just no problem for me. I can handle anything disgusting. You got to see where Jeff Goldblum came from. What? Wisconsin. That's where Jeff Goldblum, that's like one of his first movies. <laughs> I didn't know that. Cool. What was it made? Before Jurassic Park. Um... Probably before you were born. Let's Probably. The Fly. The Fly is great, though. It's it's weird. <laughs> the Flying Nun. Uh, 1986 was a remake <laughs> of the 58 film, but the 86 one's the one we're talking about. Yeah, don't watch the old 50... What was this, that, like 55, 56? Yeah, this is David Cronenberg and uh, Goldblum, Gina Davis... Here you go. This is what it's about. When scientist Steph, the little, little, Seth Brundle completes his teleportation device, he decides to test its abilities on himself. Unbeknownst to him, a housefly slips into it during the process, leading to a murder of man and insect. I love the poster. Be afraid. Be very afraid. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that was the tagline. Uh, yeah. Um, that had Gina Davis in it, didn't it? Yeah. I had just mentioned that. 
when, was, when your brain stopped working. My brain stopped working. Yep, it happens. Scanners. Oh. Scanners was a fun movie. Uh, would you consider Beetlejuice Ugh. a monster then? Speaking of Gina Davis. What, what was Beetlejuice? <laughs> Beetlejuice was kind of like a zombie a, ghost like monster a, thing. Yeah, he was like a some kind of ghost. Demon, not a demon. Well, maybe a demon. Something. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Let's see. This, uh, yeah, a devious ghost named Beetle Goose. Beetle Goose. Goose. Yeah, because it, it revolves around the two, the couple, which is with their, their ghosts. Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis. I haven't watched that in a long time. You know they're making a second one. Yeah, Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian. Yay! That was the original plan. That was the original plan for the sequel. That's disgusting. (laughs) In 2012, now they've announced that it's in development. I haven't heard anything like recently, other than uh, Michael Keaton saying he wants to do it. And a writer confirms she's going to reprise her role. I just want them to come up with, like, a new awesome monster. Like, oh, I thought they it, did good with Babadook when they came up with the new awesome monster. But then I thought they failed horribly with Zombievers. So. Well, that's. The, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just going to be Beetlejuice 2, by the way. Um, it won't be Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. Uh, yeah, I mean, what about um, It Follows? Yeah. I totally forgot about that. that. That's horrifying. Yeah. Or what's it's yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, those are the two newer ones I can think of. I guess it's maybe it's hard to get creative that way. Um, well, it's hard too because I, I there's a lot of things that overlap because Technically, a ghost could be a monster, right? So you can take all the like crazy things you've seen in the upcoming Crimson Peak, or you can go any ghost in the history of cinema could be terrifying, you know. Mm-hmm. But would it be considered a monster, or does that go into a ghost genre? Yeah, see, uh, the Babadook and It Follows, I think, could fall under like a ghost or haunting or poltergeist type thing. Right, because then you can throw in, like, Insidious, because you've got all those ghosts stuck out into the further, yeah. and would Which they be I considered got, monsters? I've got Insidious 3 I need to watch maybe this weekend. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Um, speaking of, we were just talking about Beetlejuice sequel. Uh, the guy writing it is uh, Seth Graham Smith, who did, he wrote the book American Vampire, or Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, and Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Zombies. Yeah, he also wrote Dark Shadows and then the movie uh, American uh, American Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. He uh, he's writing the script for Beetlejuice two and a sequel for Gremlins. He's also where did I see? I just saw something else he was doing. Um, a re- he's set to produce the remake of It, which is going to shoot this. which is going to shoot this summer. And I swear he was just announced as being the writer for something else, something kind of big and our realmy, which I guess all of those things are in our realm. Yeah. I got to find it now because it's going to bother me. 
no. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm Have trying you, to think. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, did you see Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter? It was horrible. Except I did read Pride and oh. Prejudice of Zombies. He's and- direct. I'm oh, sorry. He's directing. He's going to direct the Flash movie. <laughs> That's what it was. I'm nice. um, sorry. Go ahead. Pride and Prejudice. I, uh, Pride and Prejudice of, of Zombies. And, and Zombies, is, yeah. Is awesome because it is written exactly like Pride and Prejudice, but right. instead of instead of the plague, you know the the big black plague that the whole Pride and Prejudice book is about, the plague is zombies. Right. So it is exactly like reading Pride and Prejudice, except just the virus twist. For good, except for good. <laughs> yeah, I liked it, I liked the it, book well, Abraham like, Lincoln Vampire I, Hunter. I liked Pride and Prejudice as the book. I had a blast though with Pride and Prejudice, the zombies. I just don't know how they're going to do it with the with a movie. Um, the the Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. The what was cool about it, it was it's read as the diary, so it's 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 better to read. Oh, okay, uh, it's more fun to read because it treats it like this actually happened. You know, <laughs> uh, his latest book that comes out. That came out in January, The Last American Vampire. I love the cover of it. It's meant to be a sequel to Abraham Lincoln. And it's the that iconic photo of the Navy guy kissing the, the nurse. You know, where he bends her back a little bit. Oh, you know yeah. What I'm talking about, but it's a vampire and he's biting her neck and it's black and white and there's blood and, and deep red all over. Like, Jeez. it's just a cool looking cover. <laughs> Not, I gotta, I gotta get that book. Sorry, that's we're we're way off our topic, but I think we're about wrapped up on monsters. I forgot one, and I just sort of found it while you guys were going. And I don't know if you guys have seen it, but Troll Hunter would be a total monster awesomeness. Troll Hunter. Have you guys ever seen Troll Hunter? Oh, I've heard of it. It's like, yeah, it looks super cheesy. No, 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 no. Do you guys okay? Troll Hunter. I remember Troll is. Awesome. I think it's um like from Sweden or like Norway. Like it's a Norwegian dark fantasy from there 2010. You go. It's a found footage mockumentary. It is awesome. Like, oh, it's actually ever, gotten really good reviews. Because it is awesome. Are you guys not listening to me? It is awesome. You're still talking? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, my oh brother my was like, he goes, dude, there's a movie on Netflix you gotta watch. Look up Troll Hunter and I'm is like, it still on Netflix? I think it is. It might be, but it, it's basically that it's these guys go camping and these people are telling them don't go in this certain area because there's danger out there. And then the college kids are like, ha ha ha, whatever, whatever. And they get out there and then giant trolls, like gigantic trolls start coming. And then there's a guy that they run into and he's like, you stupid kids, we need to kill them. And then they try killing the trolls. Uh. Like, it's awesome. I want, like, I'm not giving it justice. It is definitely the most fun you will have if you watch it tonight. Like I think once we launch great. when we launch our YouTube channel, we're gonna have Jenny describe movies to people. Yeah, oh, I no. feel like this is perfect. She'll have the best reviews. There it is. It is actually still on Netflix. I like the poster. Just this truck driving through the legs of a huge troll. <laughs> it is spectacular. It it's kind of cheesy, but it's of not. Of course, cheesy. it is. <laughs> it's not cheesy though in a bad way. It, it, it's not. And I'm sorry because I know Zombievers is quite the cult classic now, but it's not a Zombievers. It is more of like a Baba Duke with some laughs. Like it's, it's awesome. 
It's so much fun. Like now I kind of want to get off this podcast and go watch Troll Hunter because oh. I totally forgot about the trolls. I just added the it to my... The trolls are terrifying awesomeness. I just added it to my queue, so it's in there. All oh, right. Dave, I want a full review when you're done. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, that's our show this week. Um, real quick, I would I would greatly appreciate it if you jumped over to our website, atomicheesman.com. There you could find all kinds of cool stuff. We're getting more and more of our own content written up for the website, like Jenny's For the Love of the of Con article. That's up there. You can read all about her experiences at conventions and whatnot uh, with some cool pictures. And then I recently wrote a piece defending Gotham to all the Gotham haters. That was a great article, by the way, Dave, because I am a Gotham hater, and I thought they did really good. I, I tried. I'm not going to change everybody's mind, but I've, I've got I've heard back from a few people that said, uh, you maybe got me to watch it. But mostly I think it's because they're doing better with season two. But you got to go into it with a certain expectation. This is not the story of Batman. So, um, but yeah, that's on there. You could read that. Uh, also, all the headlines, like uh, the casting of the new Pink Ranger for the Power Rangers movie. That's up there. You can find out who got that amazing role. Uh, of a lifetime, of course. And, uh, yeah. Of so a lifetime. Please go to atomicgeeks.com. Check it out. Comment on all our stuff. We'd love to talk to you about everything that's going on in the geek world. Because uh, that's what we do here. Um, while you're there, click on the banner at the top of the page. goes to Entertainment Earth. There you can buy the, all the stuff from Force Friday that came out. The, the Star Wars Force Awakens toys. And they have tons of other stuff there that you can get. And you buy it, you get cool stuff, and it helps us because we get a little bit of that, and it costs you nothing extra. So we'd appreciate it if you did that. Uh, if you want to tell us what monsters we should have talked about, you could hit us up on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Jenny is at Robbie Art. JD is at J Freaking D. And if you can't fit it all into 140 characters or less, hit us up on our email address info at atomicgeekdom.com. Tell us what we should be talking about, what we should be watching, what we should be reviewing, who we should be interviewing. If you know of somebody cool, a cool guest that we should get, don't say obvious ones like, oh, you need to go get Grant (laughs) Gustin because he's the Flash. Or, hey, get Ben Affleck. Ask him about Batman. It's not going to happen. But, you know, cool, obscure guests that, you know, we have a lot of fun with those kind of people. So uh give us recommendations my brain stopped working for a second there okay yeah back on track we are on instagram facebook google plus stitcher itunes find us on there follow us like us leave us a review on itunes helps us get higher up on their rankings page or whatever if you're into that kind of thing uh check out two broke geeks they're on the website as well those guys are pretty funny uh they changed their logo to be all halloweeny and uh it looks pretty funny and, and and they hate everything. Uh, so it makes for a very angry read. Listen to it while you're driving. <laughs> It'll just make you want to run somebody off the road. Um, that sounds safe. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do that. Also, don't text while you drive. Uh, it's just not right. Don't do it. Yeah, that's pretty awful. So, yeah, that's it. That is our show. Next week, we will come to you with your stories. You guys are going to take over the show. Your ghost stories, your UFO stories, your monster stories, anything. Were you possessed as a child? Did your head spin around and did you puke up pea soup or whatever? Send us your stories. Info at AtomicKeekdom.com or at the Twitter at AtomicKeekdom. Let us know. We want to hear from you. 
maybe if it's cool enough, I'll send you a t-shirt. There you go. A little bit of incentive as my alarm goes off on my phone. Um, that was good timing. Yeah. Uh, that's the reminder. Time to go. All right. That's our show. See you guys. Peace out. Bye. Bye, everyone.